0: Hello, my friends. I have a very special guest today. It is my husband, Chris. Say hi.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> and we thought it would be fun to come on as a an example of a husband and wife team who has really learned to kind of work together to support one another's healthy lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And we want to specifically relate it to pelvic health. And honestly, we want to answer your questions. And so I have Chris on board to kind of We'll talk a little bit about us, but we also wanted to answer questions that we got from you. So I did ask my friends on Instagram the other day if they had any questions for for us as kind of about us as a couple or about our lifestyle or things that we could help you all with regarding pelvic health and that kind of thing. So anyway, we're just going to chat. We're just going to chat and hang out. We actually have some drinks. I was going to say we have a gin and tonic right beside us. So (laughs) cheers to that. (laughs) So let's go ahead and in no particular order whatsoever, I have questions. And the first one here is from Designs by Susan. And again, this is all from Instagram. And her question is, what attracted you to Germany? I love how we're just diving right in, by the way. There's no real preamble on this one, is there? <laughs> no, it's no. just go. <laughs> should I have, go. Should I have said who I am?
1: Oh, I, have you not?
0: I, I don't, well...
1: I, You're Dr. Brie. I'm Dr. Brie.
0: We talk about pelvic health here. Okay, going and diving into Designs by Susan says, what attracted you to Germany? So this is, a, this is a great question. We currently live in Germany, although there's some exciting news.
1: Big news.
0: Big news. We plan to move back home Next summer, this, this coming summer. So we're really excited. Home for us is Oregon in yes. the United States, and um, maybe you can say what attracted us to Germany. Oh, uh,
1: what? Uh, so let's see. November for me, it'll be 11 years that we've been here. Um, so what brought us here was my job. Um, so I'm a teacher that a special ed teacher that works for the Department of Education or sorry Department of Defense education activity and so we end up teaching the kids of military uh active military people and so i work on a base and it happens to be here in germany um initially i think i interviewed for a job in the azores and i actually did the interview kayaking on the columbia river i think during our anniversary yeah and luckily i didn't get that one because the azores is in the middle of nowhere and so the job Brought us to Germany, and it's been great, but it's time's up, and we're ready to move on.
0: We're ready to make some changes, so we're pretty excited for that. So,
1: mainly, we came to Germany because my job said, hey, you want a job in Germany? Yeah. And we said, why not?
0: We like to kind of roll with it and yeah. see what happens. So, yeah, that's a, that's a kind of a fun question to kick us off yeah. with. But let's move on to this next one from Beck's News, which is a neat one because it's... Related to you all and questions that that you may have about your own pelvic floor issues. So she says, how can I feel close with my husband when endometriosis makes sex hard sometimes? And that's, Mm. it's a perfect question. This is really, I wanted to talk about us, but I also wanted to talk about challenges and just husband and wife or partner to partner, whatever type of, you know, relationship you're in, just support of one another. So I... I'm curious to know, what would you think from a man's perspective?
1: Oh Well, I can give my my best man's perspective. I it's my perspective. Um, I think From a man's perspective, it's more about um, I think in general men their love uh, characteristic is a lot of, a lot of times is touch and And I think sometimes it gets mixed up with sex and it doesn't have to Um, I think um, for us I know like especially like times like you know period time you know that's not gonna happen Um, and so it's all the little things I think really help pay off like you know I always like it when you know like I'm bending down to pick up a pot out of the bottom cabinet and you come and you pinch my bottom. You know, it's just like those little things. Or you just come out of nowhere, give me a hug and a kiss. It's like those little things all add up. You know, you like if you picture like sex as this grand slam, uh, you know, baseball term. But, you know, all these little ones are like a ton of singles. And if you hit a bunch of singles, you, you still get the same score. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all those little things that, you know, the that the the man doesn't have to ask for. They just happen. Um, I know for me that that fills my love bucket just as much Mm -hmm. as, you know, everything else. And so Mm -hmm. if you're having trouble with, you know, a big event or anything down there, I would say a lot of of the guys don't want to force. You know, we don't want you to be in pain during it, you know, Mm because then it's not as enjoyable or deep meaning for the male either. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it'd be, you know, do all the, a bunch of the little things, you mm-hmm. know. Um,
0: and not because you're asked. But not because, because you're asked.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it's just because, you, you know, you're doing it with love. You're mm-hmm. doing it because I care about you and I want to show you how I care. And it doesn't always have to be sex. It could be. The, pinching my bottom when I bend over a hug, a kiss when I you know saying I love you first mm-hmm. saying you know um, little little note here and there um, trying to think of other things that we've we've done that always make my heart feel good. you know little text messages throughout the day just I'm thinking of you you know and you make me feel happy those I think go a long way that sometimes I don't think men want to admit that. That they would go a long way. Like, you know, they think, macho, I must have sex eight times a day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, all those little things I think add up. So I, I would just do, I would just, you know, be honest also with your mm-hmm. partner and be like, you know, I'm not feeling my best down there. And, and it's not going to be a great event, you know, because I, most of the time, like I said, guys don't want to force it. Yeah. I know I don't. I wouldn't want to force it.
0: Of course not. Yeah. I think that's a really good suggestion. I love that. All the little things that add up throughout the day and ways that you can show intimacy and without intercourse. We actually yeah. we actually have a term for that. Yes, I- we do. I-W-I, intimacy without intercourse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that provided some good help there. Thank you, honey. Yeah, <laughs> I have another question from Brooke. And this one might help everyone and also provide some insight into our personal life and it is how do you stay so positive and full of joy despite never-ending pelvic issues and I said I'll answer this one on my podcast and it kind of it kind of goes along with some other questions I got that I'm actually not going to specifically answer because they're more about um, you know Will I be able to run again because I have prolapse? Will I ever be able to run again? And the answer, by the way, is yes, you can. If that's a goal for you, it's something you can build up to. There's definitely hope for it. At the very least, there's hope. Um, See a pelvic floor physical therapist. Look into my lift program. But the the general question is about these long standing pelvic floor issues. So, will I be able to run again with prolapse? Um is can you if you have diastasis recti, can you do a program like Lyft? Those were some kind of random questions that don't really relate to the topic with my husband today with our interview today, but it kind of I, I can t- tie it in to Brooke's question, which is basically how do you stay so positive and full of joy despite these you know, long standing, long term pelvic health issues that you do have to make a lifestyle they do change your lifestyle they do make it so that you have to pay special attention to how you live your life how you lift things you have to be careful and you have to maybe sometimes revise your workout patterns for a while as you're building back up your strength you have to go to pelvic floor physical therapy you have to oh gosh you know things do change especially for a period of time while you're learning about your health condition they do change and you might need extra support around the house and you might not be feeling so happy. It takes a toll on your emotional health when you develop a pelvic floor issue and you get a diagnosis that you weren't expecting, especially. And so I, can you start kind of think of, think of that? And I want to, I want to just say here, like a few things. I have so much to say really, (laughs) (laughs) but basically I definitely want your perspective, Chris, on Uh this. Um, But I want Brooke, Brooke, you had mentioned despite these, you know, despite the never ending pelvic issues, I just would like to invite anyone who might feel that way, these never ending pelvic issues, that phrase, that turn of phrase, to think of it differently. Because yes, you do have to make pelvic health a lifestyle, and it is. A process to get better and it does take learning how to live a lifted lifestyle learning how to live a lifestyle that is safe and healthy for your pelvic floor but ultimately that's such a healthy and good lifestyle Mm -hmm. anyway Mm -hmm. so just kind of reframing your thought process from these never-ending pelvic issues which sounds to me very negative and dark and uh, you know not a good thing I really like to be Pollyanna about this. I know it might be, I hope it's not annoying to people, but it's a reframe of, yes, there has been a change and you do have to take care of yourself in a different way, but ultimately it's going to be so good for you. So I want to say that. And I want to say that that's how I've tackled my own pelvic health issues, because I do have I I have to think about my pelvic floor a lot, not just because I did resolve my own prolapse issues, but I still deal with pelvic tension that flares up a lot. And so I have to manage that. And Brooke also asked, how do I stay so positive and full of joy despite these issues? I don't. I don't. And so, <laughs> Chris, maybe you can speak more a little bit to how I am and how you deal with and what you see in me. Like, I'm not always joyful and positive, am yeah. I? I? No, mean,
1: not, but, not always. But
0: But let's talk about like this reframe yeah, and also... I think
1: it's the reframe. I think it's looking at it as a chance to kind of change over your whole lifestyle. Like you're almost forced to. Yeah. And, you know, like... I would say you know like in college you know i used to weigh more um it was college days um and then since we've been together i've lost you know well now like 50 60 pounds mm-hmm. and you know i think looking back at college i probably had like um more tension pelvic tension down there and just you know so i think in general just being cognizant of your limitations and then like improving on them I I would almost take that challenge and be like not only am I gonna improve my pelvic floor I'm gonna improve my life I'm gonna improve my body I'm gonna improve my mind Mm -hmm. and I think vicariously you end up improving your families Mm -hmm. you know if you have one or relationships Mm -hmm. in general now with the positiveness I think and how it's gonna affect a man I think you have to be honest Mm -hmm. I think you men are dense we don't get it. We always we see, we, we're very visual. And so what we see is this woman or, you know, partner withdrawing. And we don't know why. And automatically, we're very e- egotistic too. And it's me.
0: Like, what did I what do? What did
1: I do? I'm not, you know, making enough money. I'm not, you know, muscly enough. I'm, I'm not, not satisfying her. Yeah, yeah. And so then, you know, and the worst thing you can do with a man is let their brain independently just maneuver around and so i think coming to your partner and saying with love mm-hmm. you know this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going through and i think most men would take that and be like holy moses i didn't realize you know like please let me know how i can help you know if you need help with the groceries bringing it in you know mm-hmm. i just assumed you were bringing them in you know if you need help i will help you know like it, I think a lot of times there's the lack of communication because neither one wants to hurt the other one's feelings or feel like they're gonna hurt each other's feelings. That you just need to like say, hey, this is what's this is how my body is right now, and I need some help or I'm gonna be limited in certain areas, you know, just so you know it's it's essentially not the it's not you, it's me kind of thing. Yeah. But I need help.
0: Well, and you'd mentioned to me once, I remember you specifically saying <clears throat> that like an eye roll, like it, like if you're not, let's say you're not feeling very positive, because the question was, how do you stay so happy and positive despite these never-ending pelvic health issues? <laughs> and again, I'm not always positive. Uh, you know, th- anyone who might follow me or listen to my podcast or follow me on social media, you're you're seeing the highlight reel on anybody's social media account. And I try to keep mine real like r e a l i try to keep my real real and i try to show when i have tough times too like maybe i'm having a stressful day or you know that kind of thing but definitely we see that it he sees chris sees a lot of ups and downs in my emotions related to not just my pelvic health like my pelvic floor tension is really bad today oh my gosh like he it's not just that but just life in general life is ups and downs mm-hmm. and so i think one thing you had mentioned to me once, Chris, is that like, like an eye roll, like if I roll my eyes or if I just like go, oh, like sigh, like a deep, heavy sigh, it's not telling you anything. No. It's not telling you what you need to know. In
1: fact, it's almost telling my, um, my like demons in me, like, holy Moses, what did you do like- or not do? and then my brain just goes in this downward spiral and they can't read like, our minds uh, yeah and you know had she just said i my pelvic floor really hurts or i feel not good today i don't feel like cooking mm-hmm. you know then it's like you know on those days you know since we communicate a lot more it'll be like i'm like okay i'll cook no yeah. problem i'll do what you know i have like three meals that I'm good at doing and so it's like I'm picking meal two yeah we're having potatoes and eggs yeah. and a salad you know and but you know I think it's but it's that honesty is that like coming out and saying hey I just don't have it today kind yeah. of thing and that's okay yeah and, and I think it, most men would respond to that because, I mean, we love our partners.
0: Well, and you want to help. I think yeah. that you typically men want a t- are good with having a task. This is a broad generalization yes. here, very broad. But it seems often like one, you know, people people in general, they like a task. They like mm-hmm. to know that they can do something for the person they love. And so, yeah. yeah. So I think really we t- kind of took this question and really spun it on its head by saying, I'm not positive all the time. (laughs) And if we're talking about how to maintain positivity and happiness, it's like, well... I mean, living, living a, a healthy lifestyle does make me feel happy and positive, like me, living, too. eating well, yeah. moving my body every day. Like that really helps both of yeah. us feel better.
1: And it starts somewhere, you know, like I go to the gym every day and there'll be people, you know, that are beginning mm-hmm. and that's okay. I mean, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And so just start with one step forward and just go from there.
0: I love that. Uh, our cat is really going crazy. having us talking here. Will you let her in real quick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, the next question. This is this is actually kind of ties in. It's does he eat as health? This is from Katie Mowry. Huh. So she says, does he eat as healthy as you? Do you guys ever cheat on eating healthy? Oh gosh, I love this question. <laughs> so, I'll let I'll let. Through. Sorry, okay. Chris is letting Wait. in our cat. Um, so, uh, <laughs> go ahead and chat here.
1: So I would say I eat. Well, it depends. I'd say most of the time I eat about 90% as healthy as Brienne does. Um, But there are times, especially like detoxes that I do, um, or like Brienne's notorious about being like the Mediterranean diet. I want to do it. Let's do it for one week. (laughs) And then on day three, she's like, I'm done. And then I keep going for the week. Or like a detox, like I'll do a seven-day detox and she'll be done on day three or two. I don't
0: like to be put in a box. Yeah,
1: and so (laughs) those times I actually am more healthy than her. But usually lately it's been, we eat pretty much the exact same. Like my lunches are leftovers of dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, The only time I think I probably eat less healthy than you is if I go out with my guy friends. I might have a beer, which you can't have Mm -hmm. because I don't normally have beer at home. And then like maybe like a burger on a bun. But last night we went out and we just had burger like burgers on lettuce. Yeah. Um, so for the most part, I'd say I eat about 90 to 95% what you do all the time. And then a few times I cheat. But yeah. not very often. Because it doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best things I ever learned was one diet we did. It put in a cheat day. And it almost was there to like remind you how good you felt when you weren't cheating. Yeah. And, and it's true. Like the days, like I haven't had pizza in a while cause it used to make me feel bad. And now I just don't do it cause it, I just don't want that feeling anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we, and both of us, we definitely <clears throat> have a very balanced diet. We do eat a very healthy diet where I am completely gluten free. Chris is, doesn't have to be gluten free for medical reasons, whereas I do, but he eats that way with me. Uh, and support support
1: <laughs> and and it's just easier like if we're on an airplane i'll say you know gluten-free too because i don't want them to mess up our meals and then yeah. we mess up so mm-hmm. and i'm fine with gluten-free it's fun
0: yeah yeah but i mean we definitely enjoy like right now we're having a gin and tonic and we do enjoy a glass of wine and we do enjoy i enjoy chocolate and we both enjoy chips and french fries and mm-hmm. you know probably more hamburgers and steaks than maybe we should um, well, we yeah. don't we don't eat a lot of that, but we do eat meat, and we do eat we do eat red meat. Um, sheep cheese. We do eat cheese. We well, love. You
1: eat more cheese than I. Do, I love but... the
0: sheep cheese and goat. And none of the the thing the thing that I think is really important to say though is, no, I don't really think that there are very very many foods that you can really say are bad or evil. It's all about balance and how you oh, balance them and and moderation.
1: Like even a Snickers bar, you're you're fine. Yeah, you just don't eat. 10 of them in a day yeah. and, you know, one here or there, you know, it's good. It's, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's almost Halloween. <laughs> go ahead and steal one of your kids' candies. A small one. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: small. Okay. <laughs> so this one, this one is fun. And then we're going to go to, we actually, yeah, we have some really fun ones right. here. Okay. So this one is, what does he think of your job now versus your beginning YouTube career? So I love this question from, also from Katie. What do you think of my job where I go out there and I talk to the world, uh, the world who listens to me, <laughs> a small part of the world, about their pelvic floors and their sexual health and their digestive health and their pooping and their peeing and their all the things.
1: Uh, so what? Uh, um, well, and thing is, Brienne does not know most of this because she never comes to my work to see me, so she wouldn't know this, but... <laughs> Um, I'm so proud of my wife and amazed by her. I brag about my wife to anyone that will listen. You know, if anyone is like, like I have so many, you know, like female coworkers and I'm like, have you heard of what my wife does? You might need to check out her website. She, <laughs> uh, they probably give me the stink eye, but I'm like, uh, no, I brag about my wife so much. And that's been one of the benefit of living over here. Was because, you know, the benefits for me have been so great that essentially you could grow this without having to make money in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you're like this blossoming lotus that is just awesome. Oh. Honey, you are. That's and so nice. And so I, I honestly, about your job, I brag to anyone and everyone that will listen. Aww. And just talk about you and how amazing you are and get them to subscribe to instagram to youtube and you know i've even got you know because i work at a high school i've even told you know our health teachers who've referred it to you know teenage girls and you know to check it out and stuff like that but yeah brag about it every day
0: ah i that well that was fun (laughs) that was fun for me at least well here here's another fun one um and again, I hope this is fun for y'all to listen to. But, you know, we're just going to keep going. These- <laughs>
1: if it is, leave it in the comments. If not, don't comment.
0: <laughs> if you like it, write a good review. If you don't like it, I'll see you later. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, okay, Go
1: and have a coffee or gin and tonic. <laughs> You'll feel better.
0: Yeah. So here's a, a fun one. Um, Again, listen to what we have to say and, and apply it to you and just think about think of these questions for yourself and your own life. Mm-hmm. So this one is from Hey Dabby. She says, describe how your marriage has changed over the years. This is an interesting mm-hmm. one. Wow. Um, actually, I'm going to let you start talking. I'm going to turn off the soup. By the way, we have vegetable soup on the stovetop. I'm going to go turn it off. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Um, so how's it changed over the years? Um, I would say overall, we both... Have grown a lot I'd say Brianne's grown more than I have over time but I'm like recently catching up but I think uh, just uh, kind of our ability to be together and not be together because I think before it was constantly like we had to be around all the time holding hands like lovebirds all the time and we still do when we're around but then it's like it we give each other permission to not be around and and that's okay um and then you know then we have a child and that throws a lot of i don't know it's not issues but just challenges you know of like making sure you know you want your child you know to have good manners to learn to eat well to you know just be a good person and so you know they take a lot of your time but then you have this partner that you also need to also commit to mm-hmm. and so you know over time that's been something that we've had you know aches and pains but have grown through and um,
0: it actually ties in with another question which oh. is how do you handle conflicts with parenting styles
1: we're pretty good with that I, I think you know we're pretty on par with how we want to raise our son and, you know, our expectations are usually pretty on par. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the biggest thing is our follow through with our son because he's not he's notorious for not following through. And then, you know, we get busy and then it's like, oh, geez, he never did that. And then yeah. that's the only thing. But I think for the most part, we're on par and, you know, like for big things. We would actually table it with him and then make sure we talk about it first. Yeah. And so we're on the same page and then we'll go back to him and say, okay, we talked and yeah. we're on the same page because we don't want parent shopping or anything. Oh,
0: but. parent shopping. I, that's so, it's such an issue. Yeah. I think that's one of the, oh, we've done a lot of things wrong when it yeah. comes to parenting, but I think that's one thing we've done right. Yeah. And
1: so I would say any big decision, we just say, we listen to it, you know, his request or whatever and we say, okay. Let us talk. Mm -hmm. And then usually we'll talk, you know, and it might be a quick talk. It might be like, we'll get back to you tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but we'll talk and we'll get on the same page. You know, we might start on polar opposites, Mm -hmm. but we'll talk it out and we'll end up, you know, agreeing on the best course forward. And then we go forward with our son. And then it is, you know, whatever he comes up with, we're still on our path. We don't deviate. what am I trying to say?
0: You got it deviate. Deviate.
1: That's <laughs> a, that's word. Deviate from our decision. You know, we stick with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Communication. Yep. Yeah. A lot
1: of communication.
0: Yeah. Um, I like I, I think that's this is this is fun. I I think that this kind of flows into the next question sort of. Okay. And it was asked by two different people. Um, in two different ways, but very similar questions. Hey, Dabby says, how do you keep the romance and fun in your marriage? And Miriam says, how you've kept your sexy alive over the years. (laughs) So we have been married for 16 years Mm -hmm. and wow, 16 years. Did I get that right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. 16 years. Uh, which I know for some people is like, "Whoa, that's a lot." For other people, it's like, "I've been married for sixty years, child." Mm-hmm. This, that's nothing, um, but it—it it is. It's a—it's a long time, mm-hmm. you know. And we've actually known each other since we were thirteen. I don't yeah. think we told our yeah our, eighth grade. We yeah we
1: we she, we were boyfriend and girlfriend in eighth grade.
0: <laughs> we were, and we, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> held hands in eighth yeah. grade. And, and went to the Lion King. And went to the Lion King movie. Um so yeah, we we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. And we <clears throat> we keep our sexy alive and we keep the romance and fun in our marriage. Well, let's see.
1: Well, it's just um I I don't even know what to go with that. No <laughs> It's just, it's just, you know, like Making sure you do it, you know, I think would be the biggest thing. I mean, not do it, but like make a conscious effort to like have a date night, you know, go on walks, you know, like make time to like just sit on the couch and talk, you know, like without the TV on just how are you doing kind of thing. I mean, but I mean, if we want to get down to sexy, sexy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, It's about, I mean, really with having a teenage son, it's more about planning, Mm -hmm. you know, like around, you know, his schedule. Hey, when's he going to be gone and Mm -hmm. this and that. I mean, there's days that I literally take days off. So we have a date day Mm -hmm. that we know that, you know, we'll be able to have some intimacy Mm -hmm. uh, without a child in there. Uh, We've done, you know, little Mm mini-cations without him, you know, where he's been babysat and we go out and make sure we have our time um we take a tesla drive mm-hmm. yep. and mm-hmm. and you know and um go out into the woods you mm-hmm. know if we have to do that i mean you 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 have to consciously make the decision to keep the sexy alive it's yeah. not just going to roll into your house and be like the kids pass out sleeping you know in their beds you know all at the same time and then all yeah. of a sudden and they're dead to the world you, there's yeah. not going to be any surprise mm-hmm. like you have to you
0: have want to, to want you have to work at it don't you yeah you have to work you at do it. yeah
1: and it might take a little bit of the spontaneity out but then in the moment I think you can be spontaneous yeah on how Pretty things sure. happen
0: yeah and I mean <clears throat> another thing is that you know, relationships do change and evolve and grow over the years, just Mm -hmm. as you were sharing in the last question and answer, uh, is, you know, we've changed and grown and evolved over the years. And I think that it's really important to know that, to know that there will be change and growth and evolution Mm -hmm. and to keep talking so that you can be aware of the changes and evolutions and growth. And, you know, our marriage isn't perfect. There's definitely Mm. been there's ups and downs and mm-hmm. highs and lows. But I think just keeping the communication open is a key to to success. Yeah. For and,
1: and and knowing, like, I mean, even if you have to say at the beginning of the talk, like, I'm not here to hurt feelings. I'm just here to, you know, speak my truth, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it might hurt the feelings, but it's not like you're trying to, you know, actually hurt feelings. It's just this is how I'm feeling this is how what I'm seeing you know it's because it, you don't want that stuff to fester because mm-hmm. then it just be, gets worse and worse mm-hmm. you know if, if you treat it sooner then it doesn't get as bad
0: and you know what honestly to bring it to the pelvic floor <laughs> because that's what I do yeah, here do it. <laughs> it's your pelvic floor we'll feel it your Mm -hmm. pelvic floor will feel it if there's tension in the relationship your pelvic floor will feel it yes your pelvic floor will tense up your pelvic floor will get knots it will get pain and it will make then that will make set you know intimacy Mm -hmm. harder and it will just be on your mind it's going to potentially make your bladder issues worse your prolapse will feel worse because when you have tension if you do have prolapse that tension kind of pulls on everything Mm -hmm. and if you if you don't have prolapse or bladder issues of course obviously even then just just tension on its own can be very debilitating so there is a huge emotional component to your pelvic health and Mm -hmm. so i mean i think this chat about relationships and fun and romance Mm -hmm. and love and all that is really valid and important for pelvic health
1: yeah Yeah. And, and i would and i would also do the um loop that into time away. Mm. You know that mm-hmm. you know, I mean, in our relationship at least, you need more time. Yeah. Individual <laughs> time than I need. I've and, talked
0: about that in a podcast yeah. episode. I think the power of soul locations, I, yeah. I I can't recall the name of it. That's a great thing to let's end it on that. Okay. Tell me, tell us, tell us about living with a woman,
1: me, <laughs> mm.
0: who I need a lot of alone time.
1: you do and um, tell us about that <laughs> I think w- what it comes down to is the communication again. I think mm-hmm. it comes down to like I like from my heart, I need this even if it's you know I need you know a weekly biweekly hour at the coffee shop, no kids, no nothing just me there. I you know I love you partner but stay at home I need some time to me I think the partner would be receptive to that I mean because you've taken many trips I mean up Mm -hmm. to a a month away from us down to you know a couple days but you know um
0: because you know the reason
1: yeah, exactly. I know why she needs that time. And the best part is, is when she comes back, there's always a much more joyful, much more energetic, much more loving person that seems to come back than when they leave. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the battery, you know, was starting to get depleted and it needed time. And not that you need a week, a month away every time, but, you know, you need time yeah and for everybody it's a little different
0: everybody's different and
1: <clears throat> and so it's just you need that time to kind of recharge your batteries and you know and come back and and, and start at 100 percent, you know then you're that much better for yourself mm-hmm. for your family for your husband partner mm-hmm. children yeah you know because you usually always come back loving life except the weather usually you're like oh gosh the weather in germany i just came back from thailand and it was 80 degrees every day germany is rainy but you know you always come back you know i feel like i get more love yeah you know when you come back Mm -hmm. um just emotionally spiritually and physically Mm -hmm. but um i mean we still keep in contact it's not like i don't literally hear from you for a month yeah no we can contact and we facetime and we do everything like that but it's it's that time away and not having us you know be any kind of stressor Mm -hmm. and and i think anyone needs that i mean personally i don't need as much as brianne does yeah
0: and i think that's a really important point right there is that maybe somebody listening right now doesn't needed at all or maybe your cup is filled by that 30 minutes at uh, at a coffee shop or I have a really good friend who loves going kayaking and she sometimes will go out on her kayak for an hour and feel completely refilled for a month and she's fine but other people need more time Mm -hmm. and I think you just have to know who you are you have to know yourself and know your needs and then communicate it to your partner so that he or she doesn't end up feeling like you're just
1: You can't stand them. Yeah, you can't stand them or you're unhappy
0: with your life or whatever. It's like, no, I just need this. I need this because this is my unique blueprint for time alone that I need to recharge. And it's
1: that coming at it with love of Mm -hmm. just saying, I love you, but I need some time for me because of me, not because of you. Like I need to recharge my own battery. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, I, I need, I, you know, I don't want you there. It's just like, I need this for me, Mm -hmm. not because of you, not because of our children, not because of our marriage. I just need this for me. Yeah. And, you know, then, then I think that lightens up a man's heart a little bit. And, you know, it goes back to that. We're married for a reason. Yeah. You know, for most people, we're married because we're in love. We love this person. We care for this person and we just want the best for this person Mm -hmm. but if we don't know we don't know and so it's coming at it with love in your heart saying I need time for me because my battery is drained Mm -hmm. and and I'm not getting enough time to recharge it Mm -hmm. and so I literally need time to recharge then I think most men would be receptive to that
0: I think so too and I wanted just to wrap this up I think that this go this also applies to people who are just starting a program like for example my lift program. If you are going through lift or any or overcome, those are my programs for pelvic health, or any program that requires commitment and dedication and you need to take at least ten minutes to yourself every day to do the exercises. It's kind of the same thing. It's not just you know you time at a coffee shop just self care time it's mm-hmm. it's you know a, a program and you need to dedicate yourself to it and it does take communication and talking to your family and having them understand that ultimately the end result is going to be you feeling so much better mm-hmm. so it's worth it to them mm-hmm. to help you create this time for yourself so that you can be in the room with no kids crawling all over you or no pets crawling all over you know it's just it's time for you Mm -hmm. and ultimately it's going to make you stronger and healthier and happier and so then Mm. they might you know they're they're more likely to support you
1: i think so and i think if you i mean for men i think you almost have to be that blunt yeah and just say hey i need this time where i I know the kids aren't gonna barge in the room Mm -hmm. like you literally need to corral kids and stuff like that But in the end, this is my end goal. I'm going to be such an amazing person because I'm going to be so happy with myself, my inner light. Mm -hmm. And that's going to make me just explode with energy, Mm -hmm. both physically, emotionally. And like, that's my end goal. Like, I'm not doing this just to get away from my family. I'm doing this to better myself, to better our relationship, to better, you know, just my, you know, plight in life and, Mm -hmm. um, I think if you go at it with that, like men are like, huh, it's almost like an investment. Mm -hmm. You know, men see it as an investment like, okay, so I put in like 10 minutes, you know, here or there or 30 minutes or an hour or a week or a month and I'm going to get something out of this. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, but go at it with love in your heart, truth, truth. Because the last thing you want to do is, like, attacking, you know, yeah. a guy. Because then all of, a, all of a sudden the defensive would come up. Yeah. You know, just go with truth and loving your heart and just say, hey, this is what I need. And in the end, I'm going to be better. This is going to be better. Um yeah, and everything I think would would pan out. And sometimes you might have to be, I think, a little aggressive in asking Yeah. for some men. Other men, I don't think so.
0: Well, just being really blunt. Uh, not blunt, but... <clears throat> well, kind of... Bl- I guess we've said blunt, but just being clear. Yeah. I think clear. Crystal clear. clear yes, your... men,
1: men need clear. Mm-hmm. Clear. There can't be mud in your water. Mm-hmm. It has to be clear water. Yeah. This is what I need. Yeah. I need this. Mm-hmm. Like, saying you need time alone is one thing. Saying, I need time alone... You need to corral kids. Do not let them in this room. (laughs) Do not, you know, I don't care who's on the phone. If the Pope's on the phone, take a message. I'll get back (laughs) to God later. You know, I don't, but you know, honestly, you do have to be that blunt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: with men, you know, because then they're like, oh, well, the sister's calling and she likes to talk to her sister. Maybe I'll interrupt her real quick. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just like, please I want zero distractions mm-hmm. for this amount of time.
0: Yeah, real quick doesn't yeah. work. Real quick. No. Just interrupt her real quick. Real yeah. quick doesn't Re- happen. Re- real quick. Real quick turns into it's over. <laughs> yeah.
1: It goes. So um, yeah, just communicate. I would say the biggest thing is communicate. Communicate. A- and with just your partner. no, you're not trying to hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. It's just you're communicating and you can't take things. Super personal, and, mm-hmm. and they might be personal, but that's not the intent.
0: Yeah, so this was so fun. It was great. This was super fun. I think that I think we got most of the questions that were appropriate for this type of conversation. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for those of you who asked. We really enjoyed doing
1: this. We do, yeah, and I do enjoy doing the exercise videos every once in a while. <laughs> so, if you'd like to see more of Chris Grogan doing exercises. <laughs> Just leave that in the comments.
0: <laughs> we do have several Chris featured YouTube videos yeah. on my channel. If you
1: like to see more of a man, man, do stretches. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Or yoga, you know, because I mainly, you know, I, I do running and biking and then weightlifting. Mm-hmm. And so, it but it's good for me to do yoga. Yeah. You know, it helps me stretch. What my he's muscles. saying
0: is he's not the typical yogi at all At all? At,
1: no not at all like there's some moves I'm like I don't know how you do this like literally <laughs> my arms won't move this way because the biceps in the way or my triceps are in the way or my thighs you know I I, <laughs> I, I literally can't do it but I can do peacock
0: yeah yeah he can like master these insanely challenging poses yoga poses that I've been working on for 15-20 years downward
1: facing Doug I hate you <laughs>
0: Anyway, yeah, we have fun. So please check the show notes if you would like more uh, more ways to connect with me. And also, I'll I'll try to remember to put some links to our, our YouTube videos together
1: <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> we have some. <laughs>
0: we have some. So thanks for being here with us. And I'll just all sign off now. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody?
1: Yes. Goodbye. And have a good day. <laughs> and don't worry. Everything's going to be okay.
0: Uh-huh. And maybe we should say one more thing together. How about... Eat clean. Eat clean. Move, move every, every day, day and, and you will shine brighter. brighter. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Woo-woo. Thank you so much for listening. And if this podcast was helpful for you today, please share it with a friend. Tell them you know what you learned and how it's going to be helpful and amazing for them to talk about this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe and also check the show notes for all the links you need, including how to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And until next time, remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit. We'll see you next time.